Megan Hicks of Iron Far. I'm with Mathieu Blanchard. It's the day after the 2021 UTMB where you finished third place. Congratulations, what a day. Thank you very much. Uh, it was yesterday actually and uh, hopefully I have uh, a lot of pain in my legs to realize what happens because it's very difficult for me to realize what happened yesterday. Um, you said as we were walking to do this interview, you are on a cloud today. I'm on a cloud today. I'm, um, I have a kind of um, fulfillment. Everything is perfect today. I'm full happy and I don't need anything. Mm, you don't need anything. I love that. I don't need anything. I'm super happy. My family is me with me. I received thousands of messages message on my uh, social network with a lot of... Uh, uh love and it's beautiful this day uh, you see it's sunny as well so this is the perfect day for me it's been a perfect weekend for you this is i run far's first interview with you so i'd love to little know a little bit about you do you live in canada uh, i moved in canada in 2014 for engineering opportunity okay i was an engineer and uh, I'm still in Canada, but but now, you know, uh, as an um, elite runner in Ultra Trail, I travel a lot for the race. And I decided to to adopt a uh, way of life where mm. I go uh, from a race to another and I stay a long time um, there. So sometimes I will stay one month around the race and then I will go in another country for another race. So I still live in Canada, but it's more my um, base camp. Uh, and I have also my um, another base camp in the south of France in my uh, family house. So you were born in the south of France, and uh, for seven years or seven years ago, you moved to Canada. And it, are, where in Canada is your base camp? Um, I'm in Montreal downtown, um, but now I will um, go back in Montreal uh, this winter. Um, but I think I will move from the city because uh, I want to live um, more in nature. Mm. So I still have my, my apartment in Montreal, but for sure I will move this winter in a cabin somewhere in the wood. Somewhere out into the woods of Canada. Exactly. Okay, so I think I Run Far first learned about you and met you in 2017 when you came to I Run Far's home in Moab, Utah, as part of Solomon's Trail Running Camp. Can you talk about your history with running? Actually, I'm a baby runner. I started, <laughs> it's, I started to run uh, in 2014. <coughs> Sorry, when I moved in Canada, um, I come from the ocean. My parents moved in, um, in Guadeloupe, one of the French islands in the um, Caribbean. Um, they went there to build a um, diving center. So I started my life there, I, the first three years of my life. And then my sport life um, was in the ocean. I did uh, scuba diving. So now I'm a scuba diving instructor, uh, kite surfing, surfing, windsurfing. Um, and I love the sport with adrenaline. And uh, you, you see, not for me, endurance sports, I didn't like that. I didn't understand why people do that for suffering just for nothing. <laughs> and um, when I arrived in Montreal, it was difficult for me to do scuba diving and kite surfing, you know. Um, and um, after my engineering school and my uh, my um, early car career, 
I did a lot of uh, party and, and was I was not in my best best health. Mm-hmm. So I decided to start sport again in Montreal. And like everybody, on Sunday I took my running shoes and I started to run to uh, to get a better health. And it was for me a transition spot to find a good spot with adrenaline I will uh, have in Canada. But I fell in love with running. Huh. And uh, I didn't know anything about running and anything about trails, so I just started to run on road. And um, my passion from 2014 to 2016 was to do all the big marathon around Montreal with the big city. So I went in Boston, uh, New York, Montreal, Toronto, Ottawa. I did all this big marathon around. Um, And in 2016, one of my friends proposed me to to run a trail running race it was a 20k in quebec in uh, canada and it was i i fall in love a second time with another sport which is a little bit different which is uh, trail running mm-hmm. and uh, um, at the end of the year in 2016 i did my first um, ultra trail it was uh, 80k uh, ultra trail arikana which uh, was uh, ultra trail world tour uh, yeah. one of the race in uh, September and uh, I remember in December I saw a post of François Den on Facebook because I just discovered all this guy uh, when I started this trail all the video on YouTube and I saw this video of UTMB and I said one day I want to do that (laughs) and uh, I do this um, ultra trail race and I finished first and then in December when I saw the post of François proposing uh, the Salomon Ultra Trail Running Academy and I was like I'm not the guy for that. I, I run only one race, one trail, ra- one trail uh, race. And uh, we, we had a lot of questions from Salomon. Uh, how do you see I, uh, as a runner? What is an adventure, an adventure guy for you? Uh, what is the most inspiring pe- pe- uh, ga- uh, runner for you? A lot of questions. I was like, I, I will not do it. And during the night, I thought of these uh, questions. And on the morning, I had all the, um, the answer. And I decided to 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 uh, to fill up the the form. I sent it to Salomon, and then I forgot totally. And in the end of February 2017, I received an email from Salomon saying that I was uh, one uh, uh, in the selection of the Salomon Trotterman Academy. And I remember I was in my engineering office, and I jump and I I, I scream in the office, and everybody look at me like what. Is happening, and I was uh, I, I I was uh, taken in the um, in the Salomon Trail Running Academy, and um, after that, I um, Greg Volley explained me that they didn't look for already good or elite runner, but people with potential has uh, as uh, the the, the um, pure performance potential and as well a personality. We had to send the video as well, and how we. Uh, the energy we, we offer, and then this is why they uh, they took me like the other, and we was we were seven seven men and seven women, so fourteen. We spent one week in March in Moab, and uh, at the end of the week, they um, they took only one guy and one girl to offer them a kind of sponsor sponsorship uh, sponsorship contract, and I was the guy okay. in this. So my uh, Ultra trail running career for me started in March uh, 2017. Um, interestingly, though, in only 2018, you ran UTM- UTMB 
a hundred miles for yeah the first time it was a fast progression for you yeah but i think that yeah the the um, the fact that i um i um i did the three years of marathon you know marathon on road it's right. super hard on the body and on the mental and i think it's a good um school to learn uh, running and uh, then yes in 2017 i did my first 100 miles in july this is i think the easiest 100 miles in the world because it's on a gravel road not a lot of elevation six five thousand meters elevation on 100 miles very uh, runnable so this is where i got the the points to register to utmb and then the next year i went in uh, utmb uh, as a baby uh, ultra trail runner um, even though you were, as you say, a young trail runner, you still came, I believe, 13th 13. that year. Um, not such a bad performance for, for your first UTMB. Yes, I was lucky enough uh, this time that um, lots of elite runners dropped <laughs> during the race. It, it, it was um, a crazy uh, year as the weather. We got on the Col du Bonhomme, like wind, uh, snow, uh, um, rain, it was super cold and lots of uh, uh, runners dropped and uh, this is the UTMB as every year they got a huge fight during the night, uh, all the nights and at Comayel lots of uh, runners uh, stopped the race, Kilian, Jim and all the best stopped there and uh, the outsider like me are not far behind, ready to to get the um, the place on uh, ready to pass on the, exactly uh, mm -hmm. to pass them, and this is what happens. So three years later, after finishing thirteenth at twenty eighteen UTMB, now you finish ten places higher and on the podium. To what do you attribute your huge improvement in three years? Um, two things. First, um, I worked a lot since 2018. I th I, as a runner, I learn a lot because now I, I, I'm in the Salomon team and I learn a lot from the team manager, Greg Volley, but the other top athletes as Francois and Kylian, I have the chance to discuss with them and they offer me lots of advice that are really good. And um, I think as an engineer, I love to learn, I learn fast, and I, I think I have read all the books uh, about uh, performance, running, uh, nutrition, ultra endurance, and I learn a lot, and then I apply this theory, th theoretical uh, um, on me, uh, and uh, I try, and day after day I um, improve. Mm. And uh, the other things is that um, in 2019, um, in January, I decided to do a big move in my life. It was to stop my engineering um, uh, work. Actually, I didn't quit the um, engineering uh, work because I love engineering. It's like a resolve problem every day. But the um, I I quit the. Um, the classic work organization, you know, when you have to work from Monday to Friday, from eight to six every day. And if I wanted to improve my potential as a runner, I had to stop that because as an um, ultra runner, you have to adapt your, um, your calendar, your week. If I want to train early in the morning and then I want to sleep, I have, I, I have to do that, you know. So I stopped, the, I stopped this. It's crazy. My family was not super um, <laughs> fun with that, but... 
they saw in my uh, in my eyes the the stars that I mm. want to try something in this in this sport because I'm so passionate about that and I think I have a potential to improve and I'm still improving um, my level every day I train I feel better than the the day before so I stopped and I now work for the running clinic which is a um, a big company on uh, training for health professional and we have the particularity to have the um, we can adapt our um, calendar mm. so if i want to work on sunday on saturday during the night i do what i want but th there is running now in my life first and uh, i can organize around this and this is one of the reasons i improve a lot in the last three years very good let's talk for a moment about how the race went on friday and saturday it looked like for maybe the first marathon uh, 40 kilometers, you were very calm. You were kind of staying back, mm, staying in contact with the leaders, but staying relaxed. Is that how it was for you? Exactly, and it was a choice. Uh, usually, I'm, uh, <coughs> I'm more <coughs> an aggressive runner. I run in the front and I control the race in the front. This is where I'm comfortable. This is how I run. Uh, but this time... Um, I knew that I was in uh, my best shape in my life ever for UTMB because the last six months I was uh, I was lucky enough to train without any injury, mm. without any problem, and I did all my training every day. Wow. I slept I slept well, I eat well, I thought well. So wow. I talked with uh, Greg Volley, which is the team uh, manager of Solomon. And I said, Greg, I'm in I'm in, in my top shape. I want to do something in, in this UTMB. I have it in my uh, in my heart. What I have to do, and um, we discussed together. And he managed as well Francois, yeah, yeah. so he knew exactly what Francois, what the strategy of Francois was. And we um, I will not go in the accurate strategy, but I he proposed me to run um, uh, behind. And controlling the um, the uh, the ecar the um, the difference time behind ah. Francois, for example, uh, at at Saint Gervais, I had to arrive 15 minutes be, be behind Francois, and then in in Contamin 20 minutes, and in Cormayeur one hour. So it was the first time for me running at the back uh -huh. and uh, controlling this um, this time, and. Um, it was perfect, actually. Yeah. It was perfect, perfect for me because I felt gold, good all the, all the race, and um, it's crazy because it's paradoxal. I felt better all all the all the all the race. Uh, I think at the it was a kind of negative split. Uh -huh. No, I felt better at the second part than at the at the first part, and um, it's great to feel this uh, this sensation like. The energy is it's steady. Uh, you can accelerate. You can uh, attack in the uphill, even at the last uphill. And um, yes, this is how I manage the race, and it works. Well. Um, it appeared that maybe around 50 kilometers into the race, maybe Le Chapieu or Col de la Seine, you became you went from being a bit further back in the top 20 to inside of the top 10. Were you aware of your positioning and like gradually getting closer or were you just trying to manage yourself the whole time? Actually, I just managed the strategy I had. It was the different time with Francois, with the, okay. the, front, of the, the front of the race. And I didn't know anything about my position. And uh -huh. 
uh, in one of the the mountain I don't remember which one somebody told me Matt you are seventh and I thought I was still uh, third, third, 30 because uh, oh. I passed people who were uh, maybe who dropped already a lot of people dropped in the first 40k and I passed a lot of runners as well in the um, aid station because one of my, my strategies this year I never did that before was to never spend more than one minute in each Very good. station. <laughs> in 2018, I stayed uh, uh, 12 hours, uh, sorry, 12 minutes in Courmayeur. Okay. So, and then in, and in this uh, race, I never stopped more than one minute in mm. each uh, station. And when you arrive in the aid station, there are lots of people and you don't see uh, who, where are all the runners. And sometimes you pass, you pass one, two, three, four, five, runners in aid station and you don't you see don't it know. so then yeah. you you when you learn it <clears throat> i feed myself myself with this energy when uh, when i knew the mm. the position and when i um, i passed all these runner who inspired me a lot in my life like like jim like uh, pablo villa like dimitri the russian guy And when I arrived behind them and passed them, I, I, I had a good word for them, for sure. Mm. But I was like, whoa, I'm passing this guy is crazy. <laughs> and I, um, I fed myself with, with this energy and it brings me uh, to where I arrived at the finish line. Where did you find out you were in the position to podium? At UTMB, where did you ever learn that while you were out there? Uh, yeah, actually, um, when I get down from um, Grand Col Ferré, uh, the way to La Foulie, I met um, Greg Volley at La Foulie, and he told me that um, François Aurélien and uh, Germain was in front of me, and uh, um, that the three guys uh, felt very bad. Francois uh, has, has cramps in the, his muscle and Aurelien and Germain didn't look good. So he said to me, Matt, you look so fresh compared to them. We are at um, 110K. There are still 70K to the end. You have, you have something to do uh, today. So um, this is the first moment I thought that maybe I could get to the podium, but it was unexpected for me uh, and I tried to stay calm when, when yeah. he told me that because uh, with the um, adrenaline you can start to run too fast and to to explode that to explode that to, to blow out as well so um, I started to to run stronger and stronger and I got on uh, Germain on the um, uphill after Champé okay. he was totally done And this is where I get to the podium. And then it was not finished because yeah. Greg told me that Francois felt very bad. So maybe he will, uh, even if he, he is amazing, he's still a human. So I saw him sometimes in Diagonal de Fou with cramps and it was only, uh, he, he, he almost dropped the race. So maybe Francois could drop as well. Uh, yesterday and Aurélien felt super bad at um, Champé. We had 25 minutes difference and I went up to seven minutes difference. So in my head I was like, imagine if Francois dropped and I get on, on uh, Aurélien finish first. What? Crazy. <laughs> so um, I tried to didn't think about it, but it was a little bit in my head. 
But then at the end, I pushed, I pushed, I pushed a lot to try to get on them. Um, but with the low lucidity, I started to make mistakes, like my ankle, uh, you know, and I was like, Matt, you are third at UTMB. You know the UTMB? This is the Olympic Games, the final World Cup of every sport in uh, trail running. Um, you should control and your podium and finish like that and it will be uh, the best day for you. Did you uh, allow yourself, like maybe the descent from Flagère or coming through town, did you let yourself, yeah, sort of stop playing the game and just soak in the experience of finishing third? Um, the... I think it's the first time I uh, realized it and I accept it. It was on the downhill to Valorcine because oh. I thought about the, for the first time. You know, in Intertel, you you split the race uh, eight station, and I, I and I think and I thought about the finish line and maybe on the podium. And uh, my stomach was like, uh, I start, I start crying. I was like, no, 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 don't do it, don't do it, don't think about it. <laughs> too early, it was too, too early. early. The downhill of Valorcine, and uh, it happened a second time at the last downhill again. This, this feeling in the, in the stomach, and I still, uh, I and I cried a second time. Mm. But I was like, no, 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 you are not at the finish line. The finish line is the finish line. And when I arrived with all the, the people cheering at me, I, I felt like the vibration uh, here. It was crazy. And um, this is the second time I cried in my life at the, at the end of the race. The first time was at UTMB as well in 2018 because I finished the race with my young, young brother who had an accident a few months before the race. And um, he almost died in the, the, the accident. And... Uh, uh, he lost a leg with a oh, prosthesis, wow. and um, the UTMB organizers was um, okay to to let him run with me at the end of the oh, race. And wow. I was running with him only a few months after his accident, oh, and wow. it, it was the first time he showed him um, at the public without um, uh, on the, with, uh, showing his prosthesis actually. And it was uh, a lot. Uh, we, we had a lot of emotion. Um, for me and my family, wow. and we cried, and this time I cried again because I saw Francois at the finish line, like looking at me, and he arrived, and he took my hand, and he, and he bring up my uh, my hand, and I remembered me the um, the finish line with Kili, and he did exactly the same uh, in 2017. Um, 17, I think, yeah. And it was like, whoa, Francois is getting my hand, like Kilian, I'm on the podium, and I cried. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I, I think that's a wonderful way to end this interview. Congratulations to you on your third place at the 2021 UTMB, Matthew. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you for the community. And this is the start of, of a big dream. And uh, I, I hope um, a new dream will, uh, will arrive in the short future. I love it.